0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDSE.
1: At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need.
0: Is there anything you can't do?
1: Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the
0: UPS...
1: No. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything
2: at least that's good the UPS store be unstoppable most locations are independently owned product
3: services pricing and hours of operation may vary see center for details come in today to get your holiday goodies there on
0: time this episode is brought to you by Dove you use all the right skincare products for your face but your body has been missing out With new Dove Serum Body Wash, you can give your body the vitamin C glow it's been wanting, the hydration boost it's been craving, and the active skincare ingredients it deserves. It's time for your body care era. New Dove Serum Body Wash. Get Dove or get FOMO.
1: If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking... But I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go! This is the Olive Magazine Podcast, a weekly roundup of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. And this is episode 112. I'm Janine, Olive's food director and podcast host. Later on, Alex meets Toshio Takahashi, also known as the vegetable whisperer, to talk about his particular style of Japanese cooking and mindfulness. But first, I caught up with food writer Genevieve Taylor to find out all about wood-fired oven cooking and how, with the right equipment, anyone can do it. Okay, so, I'm here this week with Genevieve Taylor. Hello. Olive regular and now wood fired oven expert. She's written um, a new piece in the magazine this month um, and it's all about wood fired oven cooking. And basically, it's because you went and built
2: your own wood fired oven, didn't you? I did,
1: yeah. Tell us about that. What? Were, it sounds like a crazy, crazy
2: plan that took you Well, couple- it is a of a crazy plan, but we, you know, I've always cooked outside and done books about cooking outside and barbecues and that sort of thing, and and building a wood oven felt like the ne- next natural step for yeah. me. So, started to find a builder who could help me build it couldn't find a builder who touched the project <laughs> why not? I think because in building terms it's like a really titchy pathetic little job oh, okay. that they can't so be bothered not. with so we built it ourselves and it, I have to say it was pretty hard
1: because I, <laughs> I first became aware of it on yeah. your Instagram feed yeah. where you were like I've been in the garden for 17 hours yeah. digging because you had to dig foundations we had to and... dig the
2: foundations I had to sort of sledgehammer up the yeah. old slabs <laughs> and you know it was really physical and um, and we made a little YouTube film we filmed the whole building in sort of time lapse that's on my youtube channel oh, yeah wow. okay so people so, can go off and so see you that. can go and see me with a yeah. sledgehammer but yeah no really hard work and um but so rewarding yeah but you decided that you wanted a permanent thing because that's what worked yeah, yeah i mean we had we had a little corner in the garden next to the chickens chickens <laughs> shed this
1: is something like the good life it I love is it. a bit like that
2: um and and i wanted to fill it with some something useful and i yeah. wanted to build an oven there yeah, yeah cool. And so it, it literally took you a
1: couple of months? It took is a couple
2: of months of weekends. our oh, weekends. Yeah, okay. pretty intensive. Yeah. But...
1: But as you said in your new book, you don't have to have a giant garden or a huge amount of space to do it. Or you don't have to spend two months doing it.
2: No, not at all. I mean, I chose to do that because I had this corner in the garden that I wanted to fill and I wanted to build something permanent there. But, you know, I've also got a portable wood-fired oven that you can sort of take around So is it portable as in you can
1: actually carry it between a couple of people?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, even one person. It's sort of got things that you can you know put tile them um, the bricks in it the the heat, heat bricks go in it and then you take them out and it's quite light you know oh and that that is literally will will get to a yeah. reasonable heat as well it gets totally gets to pizza heat wow yeah yeah
1: well, that's really quickly else to as to explore well. yeah um, so there's so you've got a built in i've got a built oven. in it's a
2: brick oven it looks like a sort of classic kind of italian domed yeah, it's got pizza that oven. thing hasn't yeah
1: it? But then the portable ones would be the kind of The portable ones they are
2: kind of sleek and metal. Mine's an Uni Pro. Yeah. Um, they're sort of sleek metal things. And I think
1: you said as well that's quite handy for um, if you just did want to do like pizzas, it would it would get hot. But then yeah. you can cool it down quite quickly. It again. does cool quickly. Yeah, it. yeah. So
2: it, it, it cools down quite quickly. So what you can't do in those that you can do in the big ones are the sort of low and slow cooking. Yeah.
1: Yeah well, let's talk about that because what well, that was one of the things that mm. i found really fascinating about your your article and yeah. your book is um you did this whole timeline about how it's not just pizza you literally start cooking when the oven gets to what yeah. is it 400 about
2: different? 4 400 350 yeah. celsius but then, is pizza temperature yeah, pizza and but yeah. then you've still got another 12 hours of cooking pretty much <laughs> or even 24 you know one really? fire in my oven i can cook in it for 24 even a little bit longer hours because oh it's some um, because it's really well inched. And I think, um, I mean, what the, the, the way the book is ordered is by descending temperatures. Oh. So, you know, 90% of people buy these things or build these things so they can cook pizza because yeah. it will make the best pizza literally you have yeah. ever eaten. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so worth it just for that. <laughs> but then once you've got your fire yeah. and you've got your temperature... You can cook in it for so, so long afterwards. So, the idea behind the book was that you use that falling temperature yeah. to make the most of the fuel and the energy. So, you're, you're
1: making pizza, and then you're saying you can do obviously quick roasts. Yeah, so it's type roasts things, and, and kebabs really, and really kind of
2: hot, searing kind of yeah. shellfish and that kind of thing. And then from there, it kind of falls a bit lower to kind of baking temperature. Oh, yeah, so, so breads bread, yeah. and kind of rolls and puddings. Um, and then sort of slightly slower roasted meats. Yeah. You know that might take four hours instead so of just a think of like hours. anything
1: slow cooky. A you bit could put slower, yeah. yeah. And
2: then um, and then once you've finished all of that, you know you've basically got yourself a giant slow cooker <laughs> that you can slide stuff into and leave it for kind of twelve hours. Because or... I think you
1: said you have made like really slow cooked porridge as well. Yeah, I overnight
2: so. porridge pavlova. I've done a sort of meringue <laughs> in it. That's a really it's really experiment. Insane. How was it? it great. Really? Yeah. Did it not kind of char no. on one side? No. No, because the when you're cook, when you're baking, yeah. you you're using it like an oven, so you have to wait so the temperature is really even throughout. So there's mm. no flame in there when you're baking. No, you're just sort of using the absorbed heat in the bricks that then radiates out and does the cooking. So the nice for you. thing about
1: that is like eco-wise, it's amazingly yeah. like you know friendly in it, terms of like that energy that you've created with your initial fire. Yeah. Is then yeah. gonna be cooking a multitude of dishes yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean
2: what I found um, when I was writing the book is that you just get you just get a massive respect for the for the woods really and the yeah. energy that you've created. Yeah. You know, you light this fire with kind of nine logs or whatever and then and then you can cook on it for such a long time. There so must it,
1: be so much satisfaction in yeah. creating all of that stuff. Every
2: last <laughs> drop of energy.
1: And what do you do? Like invite a hundred people around yeah. or have you got a big freezer? I've got a big freezer, yeah. but there's
2: always people to feed. Yeah. There's neighbours, there's friends. No, I absolutely. There's love dogs. That. You know, what, we will um, get fed. So, what what is the type of fuel that fuel that people would be using then? Well, the... yeah, I mean, a really a really sort of top tip if you've got a wood burning oven is to burn um, really dry kiln dried wood. Okay. Low moisture content um, because that will burn very hot, very efficiently, you don't get smoke because you don't want to be creating any extra smoke that goes into the environment. So really dry timber burns very cleanly. And it's efficient as well. And it's efficient, and you won't get frustrated by damp smoky wood that never gets up to the temperature you want it to so get up maybe to isn't
1: a time when you should be going in the forest foraging for because no, it's not really the right stuff not, to No,
2: not no, not really or, or even you know garage forecourt logs. They won't right. they won't really cut it in a wood oven. Yeah. I mean you could light them and you'd be a to cook but it would be frustrating yeah. and they're not so clean to burn because and i think you said
1: your temperature won't be right so then you'll get
2: frustrated yeah and possibly exactly abandon. and kind of give up yeah yeah so definitely killed the other thing i burn often is um they're kind of compressed sawdust eco logs because they're a brilliant byproduct oh, they're, they're a brilliant yeah. byproduct of the timber industry yeah and it's just sawdust that they squash together under tremendous pressure to yeah. make a kind of log and then you can burn So that burn takes that. a while to like burn It burns really slowly. It burns very hot, very clean again, no smoke. Yeah. So with all of this heat and fire
1: going on, you've
2: yeah. got to be safety first. Yes, yeah, safety first.
1: Um, let's talk about some of the specialist equipment because a lot of it is basically there to stop you frying your fingers,
2: isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, you get super, super hot temperatures in here and um, you're going to need... Um, something to protect your hands yeah. and also up your arms so i use right. a kind of welder's gauntlet i've got a <laughs> pair of welder's gauntlets They're um, pretty. there's a picture of them in the magazine and that, they're kind the of big leather looking, yeah. kind of gloves and really irritatingly yeah. they only come in sort of giant man sizes shocking because there must Seriously. only be sort of big big women don't weld no Jennifer. i don't think they do i don't do this. So that's really frustrating right. um but you need something like that yeah. to protect your hands. Okay.
1: And then tell me about the peels, because I love these, because these are like the classic. Yeah, um, so I mean, you've probably seen them in pizza restaurants, right? Yeah, But exactly. they're not just for pizza.
2: So you use the wooden one to make your pizza on, your raw pizza. Yeah. So with the dough, because the wood is um, more gentle with raw dough. Oh, okay. So you flour it really well, and then you make your pizza on the board, and then sort of shove it into the oven. Yeah. Which is just sort of shove so it off. it's like a large chopping board with a really... Yeah, really Long really handle. long handled yeah. yeah exactly and then you need another peel which is a um a metal, metal one, one and that's what you turn the pizza when it's oh, cooking with okay um and what you pull the pizza out and you with. also
1: i think you say you also use the metal peel for like m- moving dishes around yeah, as well if you want to move moving a pots way and pans around
2: and that sort of thing and and also moving the fire around because you want to oh, okay. you know when you've lit the fire in the middle of the oven um you want to sort of move it around the oven a little bit so it creates oh, a really even heat okay. and across the base and That's the good. roof and the dome and that sort of thing. Where did you learn all of this stuff? Well, just, just sort of reading, reading around
1: it reading and asking. Reading just
2: having a go, you know, yeah. getting stuck in.
1: So literally, yeah. how long do you think it took you to sort of get the the meat of what you were doing and get better and... I mean, month, you just wrote a book a month, about it. So. Yeah, like
2: a month or so, <laughs> really? probably. I mean, but you know, cooking on it all the time and then, on it. and then doing the research for the book. And then I wrote the book in like, two or three months. It yeah. was a pretty quick turnaround, really but it was literally we didn't eat anything if it didn't come out of the oven yeah. for three months. <laughs> How is it was your like, like, it was what like what breakfast, lunch, dinner, <laughs> everything came out I don't of the know, oven. I mean,
1: <laughs> pizza for breakfast, not. Really nobody, that, was, you know, it's porridge. Lots yeah. of porridge. But you said <laughs> one of your favourite uh, bits of equipment is um, a length of copper pipe, which is so basic, but like, yeah. I love that.
2: So um, when I was just starting out with this, I went to a pizza restaurant in Bristol called Flour and Ash. They make really lovely pizzas, and they yeah. were so sort of generous and helpful with their oh, advice. Really? And he said, "This is the best bit of kit." <laughs> get a copper pipe, yeah. you know, which we had kicking around the loft anyway from yeah. when we did the plumbing. Um, just sort of bash the end of it to make a little sort of slightly narrower gap Ooh. and then you've got a blow pipe and then you ask oh, so is you, that what can, you use it to? Um... So, so you blow the, use it to blow the ash off the floor of the oven so oh. you can put pizza and bread directly on the oven yeah. floor and it's clean. Yeah. But also just to give it a little puff of air to kind of if the fire's being a bit lazy. Yeah, just, just to, to get, get it started. It yeah, it's great. So it's like brilliant. really basic, super yeah. Useful, yeah, our
1: favourite type of equipment. Useful. No, it's brilliant. Yeah, and, and it's kind of upcycling. I think you've also got a little thing that we used to use at school to open windows. <laughs> That's what it reminds me yeah, of. It's a sash, it's like a sash, sash window, window,
2: window hook thing. Yeah. And we stuck it on the end of a broom pole. <laughs> It's like a hook on a pole, yeah. basically, and I use that for dragging kind of pots and pans in yeah. and out, or dishes, wasting tins, yeah. that sort of thing. Have you burned yourself? Yeah, yeah lot. Yes. Have you? I did, and um, uh, I lost my any... I lost my eyelashes as oh my well. I come back now, but they about six weeks. I have Hair no eyelashes. Hair on Yeah,
1: got any? You know, just about. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <few> burn Mark. <laughs> but I think that's just part of you know,
2: it's in, to keep it. embracing the fire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so tell us, the book is called Wood: The Ultimate Wood Fired Oven Cookbook. It is brilliant. And also, apart from all of this fantastic information, of which we've taken a tiny part to um, showcase in Olive Magazine this month, it's got loads of great recipes
2: in it. Yes, yeah. so, loads of recipes and hopefully lots of really practical tips about yeah. how to make these how ovens to tackle work. Them, yeah, what yeah. to use, yeah. everything like that. Yeah. Brilliant.
1: And then um, you've got a bit of a festival summer coming up. I have. tell, tell us where you'll be in case yeah, people are gonna going to I'm
2: going around all sorts of places to do some cooking, not just in wood ovens, but kind of general outside barbecue stuff, fire pits, grilling, Dutch ovens, you know, all that outside stuff. And I'm going to be at Port Elliot in a couple of weeks in Cornwall. And then Shambhala Festival in Northampton in August, mid-August, I think. And then um, Abergavenny Abergavenny. Food Festival and also Meatopia in London. I'm going to be doing a demo Amazing. there, and Ludlow Food Festival oh, okay, as well. Oh, you're going to go to Ludlow? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm having a busy summer. Ludlow, brilliant.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, get down there to see Jen. Go check out the book, The Ultimate Wood Fired Oven, by Genevieve Taylor. And thank you very much for it's talking today. It's a pleasure. Today. Thank you.
3: It's Alex here, and I'm at Carousel in Malibu with Toshio Tanahashi, the vegetable whisperer who is seriously devoted to vegetables. So Toshio is an advocate and world leader in the art of shojin ryori cuisine, an ancient style of Buddhist cooking introduced into the Japanese monasteries by the Chinese in the 7th century. Mm -hmm. So Toshio, can you tell us a bit more about this spiritual cuisine?
0: Yes, uh, shojin cuisine is very... uh Old and traditional uh, in Japan, but uh, it's from uh, China uh, once upon a time in the 17th century. And uh, after that, uh, the Dogen uh, Zenji, the Zen master, uh, uh, introduced uh, this cuisine from, Japan, from China, and very, very uh, useful for Japanese cuisine. And, and this is a found uh, the basic of Japanese cuisine. uh, Dogen, uh taught um, monks and people how to cook, how to eat um, with the uh, uh, mind. Yeah. With the mind, and yes, okay. yes. And Not we'll only s- technique.
3: Yes. Yes. So it's very spiritual and it's yeah, all about meditation, spiritual. isn't yeah. it? And um, you don't use machinery, do you, mm-hmm. or electricity in your cooking? Yeah. So what equipment do you use?
0: Yes. Uh, the main uh, equipment is uh, the um, grinding ball or mortar. Yes. Um, with a stick.
3: Like yes. a castle. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: This is uh, very important for cooking shojin uh, because uh, the it takes a long time by hand. No, uh, So we enjoy the cooking uh, and uh, this is just a, a meditation while cooking. Yes. So uh, the grinding bowl uh, normally... Uh, grinding the sesame. It is very nice uh, smell and a good sound and very uh, calm uh, circumstance. Mm -hmm. Yes, Uh, people enjoy the uh, mindfulness. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: Yeah, it it is very therapeutic. I find it very therapeutic. Therapeutic. Whenever I'm using a pestle and mortar, because you yeah. know you can bash it out if you if
0: you need <laughs> yeah, if you've got yeah, any yeah, stress. Yeah, yeah. But
3: then also, yeah, this that
0: is make a circle action. Yeah, yes. this is very important. The Zen, then, uh, the then uh, to make a circle, it is a symbol of uh, Zen uh, Buddhism. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's it's same to mind uh, for peace. I think.
3: <laughs> Wonderful. And um, so you said in an interview with The Telegraph that mm-hmm. when you visit any country, the first mm-hmm. thing you do mm-hmm. is go to the market to say hello to the vegetables, which is a lovely, no. lovely thing. <laughs> and um, so is there any particular reason oh, why yes. you do this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I love vegetables, of course, so uh, for me, the vegetables are... Uh, everything for me and uh, looks like uh, God and, and uh, plants uh, and gave uh, gives us uh, everything. For example, foods, air and green view and flowers and everything for uh, people uh, to live uh, better. So if there is no vegetables or plants we cannot live more.
3: Yeah, I yeah.
0: This is the truth the principle of uh, life, I think. Yeah, it's so, very true. And for me the uh, focus to the to focus to the vegetables and then plants this is very important to be peaceful. And healthy, mindfulness and mm-hmm. ecology.
3: <laughs> so you go yeah. to pay your respects to the yeah. to the plants yes. and vegetables well, yes. when you visit a uh, yes. country. Yes, I
0: devote to the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: So, um, as you say, that vegetables are your like your gods, and mm. um, you cook. Um, with vegetables in season, mm-hmm. I've got a very tricky question for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is your favourite vegetable to cook with at the moment in the UK? So when you came oh. to London to do your residency, mm-hmm. were there any particular vegetables that mm-hmm. sang to you and really mm-hmm. stood out?
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> it is a very difficult question to answer. Only one vegetables to to, yeah, it's like choosing uh, between your favorite, your children,
3: isn't it? Which is your favorite child?
0: <laughs> yes, it's same. So sorry, <laughs> don't worry. But uh, when I came uh, this time uh, to the uh, market, big uh, supplier, uh, grocery supplier, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is very nice uh, present uh, I met. So. He introduced me the many many kinds of vegetables in UK. So I was very surprised and I was very uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to see the uh, each vegetables hello and <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> so and I'm um, so uh, I found uh, this time the. Uh, almost vegetables from uk not on not uh not only uh, imported but mm-hmm. uh, almost uh, from uk uh, i am very happy to cook um, uk vegetables
3: Oh, which is your favourite?
0: Oh. <laughs> you, you can have oh. three if you want. Oh, I like uh, this this, uh, this season is uh, tomato and uh, mm-hmm. eggplant, aubergine. Eggplant, yeah. yeah.
3: We call it aubergine in England, yeah, 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 eggplant yeah.
0: in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The, so in summer, it's uh, just a season of the be- uh, fruit of the trees. hmm so, uh, tomato and uh, um, uh, beans and uh, uh, eggplant are all fruits. Yes. Yeah. So, this is a just good season. Great. So, they got yeah. plenty
3: of sunshine as well. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, very yeah, hot, yeah, is yeah, at yeah. the moment? Uh, good for health. Uh, yes. Yes.
3: And um, are there any particular Japanese vegetables that mm. you wouldn't find in the UK that we should uh, look out for and try when we go on our travels?
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so almost uh, vegetables are now very popular, but uh, uh, some mushrooms is very different. Uh, for example, the shimeji, Shimeji. Yeah, this is a uh, um, mushrooms. Now it is uh, very popular uh, in any countries. But uh, the wild mushrooms in Japan, uh, matsutake and matsutake? The shimeji, yeah, matsutake, matsutake and, and uh, shimeji, it's very very rare and very expensive, ah. and good smell, good taste.
3: Where so, do you find those in Japan? Any oh, particular region? In the f-
0: uh, deep forest, <laughs> mm. we can find, but uh, very very difficult. Okay, no. So it's yeah.
3: almost like a truffle. Yeah, yeah, you know, I like truff- truffles. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. so
3: if we see those on a menu, or oh, yeah. we should snap them yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and any other vegetables?
0: I like watermelon, and it's very popular in Europe. Yes. Yeah, but uh, it's almost same, but. Uh, and uh, uh, the quality is a little different.
3: OK. Mm. In Japan?
0: Yes, yes. How is it different? Oh, very sweet in Japan. OK. Yeah, uh, I don't like sweet, uh, too much sweet, but uh, so I like <laughs> uh, UK watermelon.
3: <laughs> and do you use um, watermelon in your desserts?
0: No. I like uh, cook uh, dishes um, with a uh, um, um, fruit. With, sorry? Fruit.
3: Fruits.
0: Yeah, watermelon, figs, uh, and fruit, uh, peach. Yes. Yes, I often use uh, fruit for cooking.
3: Ah, okay, yeah. in your savory dishes and yeah, your yeah, sweet yes. dishes. Yeah. We've actually got, um, we're in the garden of Carousel and there's a little watermelon face <laughs> someone's carved a mask out of a watermelon <laughs> and it's very lovely and yes. i expect that his insides are being used for your menu aren't mm. they <laughs> mm. so um i'm sure um everyone's gonna enjoy that
0: i cooked the risotto, risotto uh with rice uh, risotto resort, yes ah. and with this watermelon
3: so risotto yeah. with watermelon. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's fascinating. Yes. Wow, it's,
0: <laughs> cool. It's the first time to cook for me. Oh, amazing! <laughs> I'm
3: sure that'll be really. I unique. had uh,
0: inspired when I watched the, this melon watermelon, yes. so I had inspired. Oh wow! Yeah. Well,
3: that's. I'm glad our watermelons have inspired you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, if if you'd like to try Toshio's cooking, then mm. um, he's hosting a very special mm-hmm. vegetable-led dinner at mm. Carousel in Marlebone until tomorrow's, the mm. Saturday, the 20th of July. Mm. So um, do inquire and book in before the last spaces fill up because there are a few spaces left, but mm. only a few. So um, yeah, but thanks so much for speaking to us. It's been Thank fascinating you very much. to learn about your meditative and spiritual way of cooking yeah. and your devotion to vegetables (laughs) so thank you very much
0: thank you very much
3: so that was the olive magazine podcast
1: if you liked this episode please head over to itunes and leave a review we'd really love to hear from you for more information on things in this episode you can visit our website olivemagazine.com you can still pick up a copy of our july issue now or you can go and download the app version bye for now and we'll be back next week with more food and drink chat